Welcome to How's Your ePresence on Business Radio X. ePresence manages social media for organizations and independent professionals that desire to enhance and strengthen their personal e-brands through online social media profiles. I'm Mark Galvin, coming to you live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio inside the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. So welcome back to a new edition of How's Your E-Presence, where we talk about social media and its intersection with the professional, with business people, with entrepreneurs, finding out ways that you can use social media to grow your business, Maybe you're an individual, you're looking to get a new job or maybe get a promotion from a CO, COO role to a CEO role. You know what, what we do is we try to answer those questions. We try to help you figure out how can you be a little more efficient and a little more effective on your social media. So to answer these questions, we pull in some data from the ePresence research team that talks about news that's been going on lately. Anything that really comes up that really that helps us understand what's going on with social media and work. If you hear anything that's interesting, I'd love for you to ping me right on uh, right on Twitter here live during the show, and I'll respond for you or directly to you. That is, and you can find me at ePresenceMG. That's ePresenceM for Mark. G for Galvin. No dots, no dashes, no underscores. And even if you're listening on the podcast afterwards, please go ahead and, and send me a note right on uh, right on Twitter, and I will respond to you the next time we're on the air. So this is what we do on ePresence. We spend time with a guest who will give you some real-life examples on how they use social media effectively to help their businesses or you know, they may come to us as an expert and uh, have a lot of entrepreneurial experience. And today, we have exactly that. We have Mr. Jim Beach from Startup. Wait, wait a minute. Hold on. School, School for. S- spell that. F-O-R. F-O-U-R. <laughs> School for Startups Radio, right? Yes. And it's, and you know what? Here's why I stuttered. It's on my script wrong. As soon as I saw it, it Radio for Startups, that's totally wrong. Jim, I'm glad you're here. Welcome. I didn't write the script, yeah. so don't get mad at me. Well, you, know, you did edit it. I hear you're a good editor. I am, and I'm an excellent editor. I didn't edit this. You did not. No. Well, here's why I know he's a great editor. I am holding his brand new book, Free Radio and Podcasting Marketing, in 30 minutes, and he has Rachel Lewin. Did I pronounce her name right? Rachel Lewin yes, was you your did. editor? Yes, Outstanding. And he admitted, in, he admitted to me himself that you know he's not an editor. He's a writer. Is that about right? No, I'm not even that. I am a speaker, and this and all of my books, and this is a great tip that has absolutely nothing to do with social media, but for all of our listeners who are entrepreneurs who want to write a book to make themselves into a thought leader, so many of us are better speakers than writers, and so all of my books have been transcripts of radio shows or things that I did. I then get the transcript edited and then i edit it oh that's interesting so you mean i could create a book based on my podcast yes mm. as a matter of fact you should get all of the shows transcribed and then that would become season one's book so uh the owner of this uh station is mike salmon and he's listening so uh-huh. uh, i think that's part of the service that i saw in the fine print hey mike uh, i would like all my transcripts uh at my office by monday yeah let me let me sharpen my pencil i'll be right on it <laughs> So, Jim, let's get back to you. There's more yes. There's more than this book. And by the way, I'm very impressed with the book. And 
quite appropriate for myself. So uh, I'm going to spend a little time on a lake this weekend, and, and I'm going to learn. I'm going to read this in 30 minutes. Although it's a little bigger, I don't know that I'm that fast of a reader, but I can't wait to read it's it. It's got lots of pictures and stuff like that in it. Can so I color them? Yes, it is black and white designed for coloring. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be perfect for you. Yes, there are these uh, little things, though, these like black edges that I want to yep. tell you about. They're called lines. Yes. And I do want to challenge you to actually try to stay inside stay. Just, of the lines. All right. Can I do that with a ballpoint pen? No, I think you should use the Crayola crowns, okay. crayons that you normally all right, play well, good. with. I'll have, to, I'll have to pick some of those up. Yes. So, Jim, at 25... Yes. You founded a company yes. called the American Computer Experience and grew the company, and I hear you had no capital infusion, and eventually it became a $12 million annual, $12 million in annual re, uh, revenue, annual revenues, and over 700 employees operating in 39 states and three countries. That's impressive. Congratulations. Well, thank you. Then you went on to teach at Georgia State. Uh, you were there for nine years, and the business school was ranked as the number one school for 12 semesters. No, no, no. Not the business school. No, your, your specific I was. class. Your class. I was. So tell, tell me what that means. How, how are you ranked? Uh, all of the students have an end-of-semester evaluation oh. system that they do, and the average is you know like a 3.5 out of 5 or something like that. Oh, that's impressive. And my class has got like a 4.96 out no, of 5. I, Fantastic. Well, good for you. And you didn't pay him, so that's impressive. No, though I did offer sexual favors. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll move on. (laughs) Um, The next thing is, is you have been featured in UPS commercials, CNN, called you the Simon Cowell of small businesses. That's impressive. Uh, Is it? What if you don't like Simon Cowell? Well, I, you know, I like Simon because I'm a big AGT fan. In fact, I had to catch up on the latest Wait a minute, Simon Cowell. Yeah, AGT. Yeah, right? America's Got yeah, Talent. Yeah. Yes. So I, I, I keep a little bit up on that. I'm a little cool. Yeah. Probably not as hip as you are, though. Well, Simon's gotten a lot nicer than he used to be, I think. He has. I think he's mellowed now that he's a father. <laughs> that does help, doesn't it? Yes. It makes you a little more patient, I think. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Or it puts you on the perpetual edge. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It could, it could certainly push you past your, your level of normal patience. Yes. Um, you also have your own radio show, and I'm looking at this list. You're in Tampa, Las Vegas, Macon, Georgia. That is Macon, Georgia, right? Yes. Okay, good. Lancaster, or is it Lancaster? How do you pronounce that one? Lancaster, it Pennsylvania. Lancaster. Perfect. Yes. Boulder, Milwaukee, Pittsburgh, Long Beach, The Villages in Florida, Colorado Springs, Jacksonville, and a new channel. At least it's here. It says new, new Port Ritchie, Florida. So you're yes. a radio dude. And sure. You made, and you made time for me. Yes, I drove a long way to be here. Did you, how how far was this? You know, from Atlanta to here. <laughs> it was a long. But the traffic was really bad. Yeah, so, well, it, welcome like to four Atlanta. Four points. I considered turning around. You, you thought, okay, I'm just, I'm done. I'm going to throw That's right. Towel. That's right. Well, uh, I'm glad you're here today, Jim. We're going oh, me to. Too. We're going to do a little social media fun stuff here. We got a couple of topics that we'd like to dig into. The first one is: Did you hear that Twitter is kicking people off of the platform? Yes. Wait a minute. Uh, people? Are they kicking people off, though? I think they're kicking fake people off. Oh, come on. What's a fake person? I mean, I went to a school with a few fake people. Yes, and I married some of them. So <laughs> The same people? I that, think so. Wait a minute. No, well, let's you, not go there. That's not... You and I yeah. dated the same yeah, girl. I, we figured out a month I was or afraid, two ago. I was afraid you were going to bring that up. Yes. <laughs> woman. She was a woman. We yes, both dated yes. the same woman. That is pretty funny. Did we figure out who dated her first? I did. Oh, 
Well, that's yeah, not we did nice. figure that out. Okay. You were a little slower. Yeah. Oh, so well. fake people on yes. Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the people that we used to date grow up, <laughs> and twenty years later end up having fake profiles. Yes. So I was very interested to look at my own Twitter following and to see if I if my number of followers went down. Oh, that's right? a good question. Yeah. It did they did it, your number go down? I went down by fifty. Well, that's not bad. I was at 10,000. I was going to say, but you only had 100. So, you know, that, that's right. So you have 10,000 followers and you lost 50. Yes. So you're watching this. You are paying very close attention because a good number of our listeners probably don't know how many followers they have on Twitter. Well, that's a mistake. It's a Why? business data point, just like your revenue or monthly sales or number of employees or how many sales calls you make a week. It's a data point that should be monitored and massaged just like revenue sales price points anything else in your business so if i am a i'm a, a mid-level manager okay mid-level manager of a corporation yes why do i care about twitter and the number of followers i have you know i have a good friend whose goal it is to no longer be a mid-level manager <laughs> and to instead be a senior level manager and i think that the steps that he is taking, he is very active on social media, which has gotten him speaking engagements, which makes his boss impressed. He has to go into his boss's office and say, hey, I just got invited to speak at a industry convention in Las Vegas. Is it okay on business time if I go? You know, not vacation a, time. It's very smart for his personal brand, and it helps the company brand. It's That's a right. I'm, I'm going as the associate vice president of xyz corporation to talk about our industry yeah it's free they're going to give me airfare and a hotel room in vegas for two nights can i go on your time bravo so here i am i'm that mid-level manager i'm trying to get a promotion this is a great way to enhance my brand i grow my twitter followers and it helps me get speaking engagements because people see me as having a valuable voice that's right or let's take it a step further, and I'd like to, again, reference my wonderful book that I just Yeah, right here. You. It's, yes. yeah, let me repeat this. It's the Free Radio and Podcasting Marketing in 30 Minutes by Jim Beach with Rachel Lewin. Yes. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> imagine if you also had to go into your boss and say, I've been invited on a radio show. Is it okay if I close the door here to the conference room for 30 minutes and appear on a radio show? Right. To promote our business. Sure. And eventually, I think either the boss is going to fire you because they are feeling threatened by you or is going to promote you because you've gotten 100 free radio interviews mm -hmm. in the last six months promoting the business. Well, let's be honest. If that boss is going to fire that person for a radio interview, you need to go get another job. Yeah, you should have been someplace else anywhere. So there are two audience. There's two people in the audience right now that we're talking to. One is the boss. Yes. And the other one is that mid-level manager. Yes. So boss, promote that manager. Mid-level manager, if you're getting grief for this, get out. Yep. Jim's hiring. Always. You know, every business in America is right. hiring right now. I've even seen TV commercials where in the commercial they point out we're hiring right now. Yeah, it's hard to find good people. It's what is the the unemployment rate is somewhere around four percent. Yes, you know thereabouts. It is higher for other for some demographics than others. Yes, and and so I think when you look at that four percent number, it really does represent that there are we're probably looking at a five percent, a point five percent of really employable people. Yeah, 
and that is and that makes it really hard right now if i'm gonna tell you what if you're not happy in your job get your work on twitter and by the way not just twitter work on twitter work on your linkedin um if your audience is on facebook work on facebook instagram is becoming so so important look at a full at a full portfolio if you will of all your social media make it better make it strong show that you bring value to an organization and then all the other soft talents and 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 tangible things in your 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 education all that comes together go get a better job if you're not happy where you are because right now is a good time to do it yes and especially a great job to get is the social media manager for a business that job usually pays 70 to a hundred thousand dollars and you don't have to go to college to get that job right i think if you just walk in and say look i've got a hundred thousand twitter followers yeah that's a good you point. get hired yeah that's, that's end of story end of interview sure so we went a little bit further off the road, and this is what's fun. I knew this was going to happen with you. because It's your fault. <laughs> You're the host. I'm just sitting here responding. And to I you. love it. Which, by the way, I was on your show once, and I had to let, you know, you led me down the, you know, the, the And we stayed on topic nice. the entire time and finished within and it, two seconds yeah, of plan. And it was not very interesting, quite frankly. Well, no one listened to you, so <laughs> it didn't hurt your brand. Don't worry. So Twitter. They're, they're, I've heard of it. They're getting rid of the bots. Yes. What are bots? Fake people or fake accounts that are created in mass in bulk by organizations that are usually up to some sort of nefarious thing, right? Which right. could be some, as simple as we have created 10,000 accounts and I can sell you 10,000 followers exactly. in 22 seconds. And all of a sudden, all of our people will be following you. And a lot of stars, politicians athletes yeah. have done this right uh, supposedly the kardashians lost a million followers but that's okay they already had 20 million so right they, but yeah. yeah so a huge percentage of those were probably purchased right by the kardashian pr team but they were probably purchased early when they were trying to build momentum and now probably. it doesn't matter i think so i think they've yeah. probably outgrown the need for that yeah this is one of those things that happened on the political side too uh that this was one of the methods that the russians used be uh when they were trying to trying to do whatever they were trying to do in the u.s they got a whole bunch of accounts out there they'd post one thing they had all the other accounts say oh this is fantastic you have to read this and it had instant credibility and all the different groups that were caught up in that from all the different types of uh, political uh, uh beliefs saw those and jumped on board and so that's how they that's one of the ways that they tried to influence what was going on here in the u.s big problem and i do think that the political sides what influenced twitter to do this not that the kardashians had a million fake followers this no is, they they've known that for 10 years and have not cared right so it's 100 percent a political sure phenomenon now from a business perspective if you've lost followers there are ways to gain followers back, to gain the real followers. What system do you use? There's a couple out there. Do you remember the name of it? Yeah, you know, I'm a Crowdfire guy. Yeah. Um, I use that platform quite a bit. I think it's 19 or $29 a month or something like that. And what does it do? It has a lot of features that help you gain Twitter followers, and I'm able to, when I'm actively doing I'm not doing it right now, I have to admit, uh, because it's summertime and I'm lazy and the, the kids and all of that. But I can probably gain 100 followers a week using this. And there are three or four components. One component is it suggests 
tweets for you. Mm-hmm. So there's an 80-20 rule from what I understand that we're only supposed to talk about ourselves 20% of the time and 80% of the time on social media. We're supposed to be educating our followers or providing content or value or some sort of other BS term for stuff that's not ours. <laughs> and so that 80% is hard to get. Where do you go out and find eight tweets a day? That's hard. And so Crowdfire says, here's what someone else in your industry tweeted. It's probably going to be useful for you as well. Yeah, we call that curating at ePresence, and we do that for our clients. We'll go out and find content that supports their mission, right? Exactly, yes. That's in their sweet spot. Hey, I'm a manager of a hotel. I'd like to to talk about management techniques. Oh, that's perfect. We go find that information, and uh, and we'll curate it for them. Same sort of thing. And then another thing that they do is they recommend people for you to follow uh, in the idea that most people follow back. Right. So if there are 100 people who are following, say, other radio shows on social media, you should be following those 100 people. Sure. And that's sort of a way of reaching out to them and say, hey, I exist. There is this radio show out there called ePresence. You should know about it. And you, you let them know all of that by simply following them. I don't know about you, but I think 99% of people, when they get followed, they look at who is following, who the new person is. Exactly. And all of a sudden, I have a new person following me. Oh, well, then I should – oh, here's a radio show. And then they follow you back. And There's similar interests, and you might yes. be able to help each other. Mm-hmm. I had a something similar to that. I had someone who heard me on a radio station. They're interested in social media. They shot me a note. We ended up having a cup of coffee, and now she and I are collaborating on a couple of things. Why? We saw that there was a similar interest, and so you can do the same thing. People, so if I am a financial advisor, aren't I competing with all these other financial advisors? Why would I want to connect with them? Well, you are competing with them, but the chances of actually both of you going after the same client are almost you, zero. You and I did date the same person. That is weird. That is weird. <laughs> 25 years ago. That would, that would have been in the 80s, you realize. It's actually odder that you and I figured that out. But let's, It is yeah, odd we figured yeah, that out. I'm not sure how that happened, but that's that is odd. Thing. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Yeah. I think Atlanta's too small a city. Obviously, we both it's, need to move to bigger cities. We do. We do. Well, we do have good taste in women. I think that's the point of all that, right? Yes. She was a, a good-looking, yeah. yeah. attractive, smart woman. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. I never did find my cat, though. Did any of your animals disappear? No, no. She she took your cat? This is a business there radio was show stew. record. There was stew left there. <laughs> Well, let's go. Let's shift gears. Okay. That's a good kind of exclamation point on uh, on Twitter. We talked about Facebook, and Facebook has decided not not to limit free speech. So I can go onto Facebook, and I could make an outrageous claim like, oh, I don't know, the sun no longer rises in the east. It actually rises in the west, and make a big point to, to argue that. And maybe we think, actually, maybe north is actually south and south is north. And I can make this argument, and they are not going to keep me from saying that. Is that a good thing? But let's take it, yes, that's a good thing that they defend your right to make up facts about the sun. But take it to a more uh, tenuous place. Uh, I don't believe, and of course I'm making this up, this is not my true belief, but there are posts out there that say the Holocaust never happened. The Holocaust deniers are they, we never landed on the moon. Uh, 
those are even separate categories saying we didn't land on the moon is only going to offend you know a thousand people who worked at nasa in the 60s saying the holocaust didn't happen is going to offend millions of jews who are still alive and whose parents were killed and what facebook is saying is free speech means short of call, you know calling out fire in a crowded movie theater right. you are allowed to say something no matter how stupid it is mm -hmm. and i think we all believe that except of course in the crowded movie theater but i'm allowed to say stupid stuff and facebook is simply saying we reiterate and affirm that commonly held american belief to free speech and so when we talk about what Facebook is going to police and what they are not going to police, it becomes very difficult for us. So with all of the political animosity going on right now and the divisiveness that we have in the country, who is going to decide whether things are facts or not, if it's made up news or, sure. or not? You know, we all know that the Holocaust happened, and so the deniers are, you know, in the crazy camp. But... You know, arguing over GDP growth rates, you know, mm -hmm. right. You know, was it three and a half percent or four percent? Is two percent good or bad? Those are all subjective things. So tell me how you think this affects business. I think that this is a good sign for business and a good day for business because it, I think, gives us all the opportunity to participate or to not participate and be safe in that decision so a lot of businesses starbucks for example have decided to be involved with every social thing that's happening in america right now bingo and that's yep. had good impact on them and it's had bad impact on them right i don't go to starbucks mm -hmm. and i tell you that if i did drink coffee there's the primary reason I don't go to Starbucks. It's a good reason not to go to Starbucks. But they do serve I, coffee. If I did serve coffee, I would probably choose tried, somewhere. Have you tried tea? You know, I don't drink hot beverages. No hot beverages. They have water. Okay. Okay. They but actually can, have some smoothies that are pretty good. Really? They'll serve cold coffee drinks. Okay. So you should try it sometime. Anyway, so go ahead. I drink products from Coca-Cola Company only. Okay. Well, they I think they serve those, don't they? I don't think they serve Coca-Cola Not that products. I'm trying to talk you to go into Starbucks, but I like to be a contrarian with you every okay. once in a while. Well, yeah. even if I if they served if they served a product that I like. Sure. How about that? Will yep. you accept that? Yes, I do. I still wouldn't go there right. because I don't want to go to a political place. Right to have a downtime that's i believe why the nfl is suffering right now and more precisely espn espn is losing six hundred thousand subscribers yeah. a month because when you go to watch espn i think the last thing you want is a lecture on politics well so here's what's interesting and uh by the way i, I could debate you on that i think espn is losing business because of on-demand stuff is killing them but that's you know they're in that crosshair of of, uh, of cable uh, media they're all struggling but here's the thing i work let's say i work at chick-fil-a i can talk about being closed on sunday because i you know it's a religious reason for me to do that i know that facebook's not going to they're not going to keep me off of uh, facebook i can say that and that's important so unfortunately or fortunately, we have to be smart enough to look at something and, and determine, you know what, this is not real, this is fake. But what they are doing, just like what we talked about with Twitter, they're doing everything they can to make sure that the people, the people, the, the profiles 
are backed by a real person. That's what they are working hard on because there is that cross-section of fake stuff. And they want to keep, and even if you want to say something fake, if you're real, they're fine with that. But if you're a fake person saying fake stuff, your your account, well, that fake person's account is a gone is gone, and that's a good thing. Uh, I think that that is, uh, I think, a smart way for Facebook to look at building their own. You know, we want to rely on this, and there is some um, confidence that we have that Facebook is going to put somebody real in front of us, and and without that. I think that their platform can is, is sunk. So this is an important point for them. Yes, and it would be horrible if I found out I had a cousin that I didn't have because of Facebook. Well, that would be bad. I mean, you know, yeah. it, it, it probably may, it may be because your cousin ran from you, right? Well, you know, this, all the rest of them did. So I, I can't imagine why the fake ones wouldn't as well. That's pr- I think that's probably very true. That's a good point. Yeah. So it's three. It's three twenty-five. I was supposed to start talking about you some uh, 10 minutes ago, but this has been such a good conversation, and we're getting good info from you on social media. I want to throw something else out there and talk about something that's pretty current. Okay. And that is, have you noticed on the LinkedIn app, there's a little uh, four little squares on the search bar on the right side. Have you seen this? Yes, I have. What does it do? Uh, it goes to one of the places that you have to pay. No. Good, I got you. I've always been trying to find something you don't know, and I did. And it's now documented. Yes. Where (laughs) does it take you? Here's what it does. It now takes you to a QR code. So I can quickly scan your QR code. And the the problem is with QR codes has always been this. So I may be able to scan your, your, your QR code, but when I come up to you and ask you, hey, pull it up, you look at me with a blank stare like, oh, where is it? It's right there in the same spot. So you touch that little, go to the top of the search bar. And if you don't see this on Are your you on phone, the mobile version of yes, LinkedIn? on ah, the mobile version. So I don't mobile LinkedIn. You, I only desktop LinkedIn. So you're one of the 15% that only uses the, the desktop version. But here, I'll, I'll, and if your app's not updated, it's not there. So if you see this, go to the search bar. Top right corner of the search bar, four little, almost like grayed out little little boxes. If you touch them, you'll end up with the a camera. And I'm showing Jim now. There's a little camera on there with a little box. But if I want to get to my code, all I got to do is hit the other side, and there's my code. Generated by LinkedIn? Generated by LinkedIn. So it takes you straight to the LinkedIn profile. Right. Here's where this is going. It's another step to get rid of business cards, and I'd be happy if business cards went went away. So I can come up, I meet you, quickly scan your QR code, and I get your information. Now, the key is... Are we automatically first-level connections on LinkedIn if you, you still do have this? To, you still have to accept the connection. So okay. you get... I'll end up on your profile, and I have to touch a button to say, hey, I want to connect. And you right. still have to accept it, right. right? So it's not automatic. But your profile has to have the data on it that lets me connect to you or communicate with you in the right way. So if your business card has an office number and, a, and, a, and an email, that needs to be in your profile. So that's important. You can still keep that profile from anyone you're not connected to, so it can still be confidential. This is a pretty cool thing. What I've done in my, uh, my training programs is the first thing I do, it's a, great, it's a great icebreaker. I tell everybody, stand up, find somebody with a phone, and scan somebody beside you so you can see it work. Because you and I both know you got to do it to see it. To well, see let it me happen. scan you now. There we go. Okay, so here we go. Here we go. We're we're having oh. digital. Oh oh oh! Careful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It did it work? It sort of. I think yeah. it was. Uh, I sort of had you in my yeah. square, and immediately it, it went to it. your LinkedIn profile, yeah. Mark Galvin. 
And now I can send you a message or whatever I or want to. Or connect to me. Yeah. Yes. But you and I were already connected, We I were. Think. So great new addition there right on LinkedIn. I wanted to, I wanted to throw that in there. We are we're out of time, and I knew this was going to happen. Uh, you and I, when we sit down and we start talking about anything that has to do with business or social media, um, it, it, we can go on and on and on. And I do appreciate you making time to to drive, uh, swim upstream to join me today here, Jim. So it was my pleasure. Tell me how people can find you. Schoolforstartupsradio.com or Jim Beach on LinkedIn or at Entrepreneur Jim on Twitter. Perfect. So uh, th- make sure you look for Jim there. Tune into your show. He They can listen to your show on your uh, on your uh website can't they yes fantastic so make sure you tune in he has some uh he has great guests you run the show how many times a week every day every day and it's an hour yes so always great content especially if you're an entrepreneur looking for more information on how you can do your job better so once again thanks for being here and when you want to find e-presence just hit the web, search for ePresence. You can find us anywhere on any social media platform looking for us as ePresence ME. So ePresence Me, because it's all about you. And you can also find our website in the same same fashion. It's ePresence.me. So uh, easy to find us there. Uh, we have recently launched a new version of our How, How's Your ePresence uh, podcast. It's called Pint Size Edition. And what we do is we meet a business leader over a pint of beer on a Friday afternoon, talk a little social media, and uh, we go for a little longer there. And you can find that on our iTunes um, iTunes podcast channel. And also, don't forget that I'm also featured on Lens on Business, which is a business radio show that airs in Atlanta on WSB Radio 95.5 on Saturdays at 6 o'clock. Uh, they've been kind enough to feature me as their social media expert, so we're thrilled to be there. It's and- on Sunday night, too. Did they run? They did not run on Sunday night. Yes, they did. I told you I was driving home from the airport the other day and listened to you. That was on a Sunday night. I think you were still hungover from Saturday night. I'm sorry. It was a Sunday (laughs) night. I was listening to you. That's great. Yes. Well, I didn't know that. Thank you for sharing that. And you can also find those shows on their SoundCloud channel. So look up Lens, L-E-N-Z on business. But of course... We want you to listen to us here on Business Radio X. For more about ePresence, find us at ePresence.me. That's ePresence.me because it's all about you. Until next time, for my guest, Jim, I'm Mark Galvin, and this has been How's Your ePresence on Business Radio X. (laughs) 